I mean, it might be Christmas Eve for some of us who celebrate such things, but the eve before signing day is another mm. holiday. I that see what you did. I would I would declare you should all celebrate because flips are coming. Oh. Five stars are coming. Mm-hmm. We're going to be here previewing that as well as coming back later on and talking about all the class, the number one class that Kirby has at Georgia right now on Locked on Bulldogs. You are Locked on Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. He is Clint. Thank you so much for being with us today. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. More on them in a moment. Um, so excited to be back with you again. Guys, don't worry. We're still here. There's nothing wrong with us. Nothing's happened to us. We just, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. There's a little bit of a holiday coming up, but we've got plenty of content for you. We're back today. Um, uh, talking about signing day class, we're going to be back, um, uh, talking about everyone that did sign everyone that did enroll the potential flips that, uh, might be on the horizon for King Kirby and the boys. Clint, I do want to start off the show correcting something that you said in the open. Oh, great. So this is, this is where we need to begin. I don't want to lead the people astray, and okay. it was probably just a Freudian slip, just a slip of the tongue. Um, you said that Georgia had the number one class in the country, but I wanted to remind everyone that Dylan Riola did go ahead and flip his commitment to Nebraska, and so surely Georgia still doesn't have the number one class in the country after losing a five-star quarterback like this that. Is, this is where it gets a little awkward for you and I now, Daniel, because mm. you tried to to correct me, and I got to push back and now correct Ooh. you. Oh, no. That even in spite of losing ah. Dylan Raiola, we okay. have yet remained okay. the number one class okay. for this signing period. What if I told you we weren't locking down the borders of the of the state of Georgia, though? What if but, instead of that we were uh-huh. only just signing good players from everywhere? What if what if we just said I'll take the best regardless of what county you grew up in? I'll there's take some the people, best of them. There's some people out there y'all that are so dumb they cannot so be dumb. helped. They just those people cannot be helped. Don't waste your time with them. Um, regardless of number one class georgia can't leave that to us state talent leave that to us we will waste our time with them you don't have to waste your time with them that's on us we and we'll find them trust me we'll go ahead and do it uh let's talk um let's talk about um, the guy that's going to be one of the guys that's going to be leading all of these new recruits see what i did there um he's not a member of the signing class, but you could argue he is the biggest offseason acquisition that the Georgia Bulldogs have or will make this offseason. There's nothing that's going to happen in the transfer portal. There's nothing that's going to happen on signing day that is more important 
more significant to the Georgia Bulldogs winning football games in 2024 than Carson Beck announcing officially that he is, in fact, coming back to Georgia. He's going to run it back. Um, Some of his teammates seem very excited about that. Brett Thorson seems very not excited about that. Hilarious exchange on Twitter. Brett Thorson wins the day on Twitter. Um, But the fact that Carson Beck is coming back, Clint, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it clearly. Please. Cannot be overstated. There's no person, and I mean out of all the people, including Brock Bowers, who could announce he was coming back to Georgia, who would be have a more significant impact than Carson Beck. Um, it's a huge win if you want Georgia, again, to win football games uh-huh. in 2024. And that's the official position of this podcast. Yes, because again, um, real quick, Daniel, you, you can guarantee me that Gunnar Stockton is going to be incredible, right? You can guarantee me that right now, that he's going to be stellar. I mean, Athens Steve can, but I can't okay. personally. Okay, okay. But you can also guarantee me that that we're going to hit somebody in the transfer portal or that we're going to get a kid. Puglisi is going to be amazing as well, that he's going to just home. You can guarantee me that, right? No, no, I can't. I can't guarantee you something, though. What is that that you can guarantee me? That Carson Beck is really, really good at um, the highest level of collegiate football. Now, Now, we do have to contend with him being hamstrung and weighed down by Mike Bobo's system. That's not. There are some people, Clint, they cannot be helped. They cannot be helped. Okay. Um, uh, Carson Beck coming back is huge news for this program. It is massive news. Um, It it goes a long way in terms of um, continuity in the offense. Obviously, it goes a long way in terms of development of young wide receivers, young pass catchers. It goes a long way in terms of um, some new pieces on the offensive line that we're looking at next year and those guys being able uh, to have the best chance of success. It, it goes a long way into protecting a defense that is hopefully going to be developing and continuing to get better and better um, as the season goes on next year. But we we previewed the schedule very briefly. We'll get into it a lot more in this offseason. But this schedule is an absolute monster. And Georgia needs to go 10 and 2 to to virtually guarantee themselves a spot in the college football playoff. 10 and 2 is no picnic, Clint. 10 uh, and 2 is absolutely not a, a a guarantee on this schedule. <clears throat> but having Carson Beck help back uh makes me feel pretty confident that this Georgia team is going to be poised to make the college football playoff in its first year of uh the expanded format and I would not have said that if Carson Beck had left I would not have had confidence that Georgia was going to make this playoff if Carson Beck left you couldn't have you couldn't just again here let me you're telling me that Gunnar Stockton Going to Tuscaloosa is definitely going to work out. Going to Ole Miss is a hundred percent gonna work out. Going to Texas again, you can't get 
Carson Beck. Now, I'm not saying those are guaranteed wins with Carson Beck. What I am saying is I like our chances because love our chances. We got a dude who's been there at the highest level the entire time. Also love this for Carson Beck because he's going to be a yeah. first round draft pick now, because uh, of this decision. Yes, he's he got his bag. He's, he's, going, he's currently he's fine for this year. Yep. And then next year, he's going to be making that significant money. Even better. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. better. And if you look at the class for next year for Carson Beck, mm-hmm. doesn't even compare to this year's class. He is yeah. he is head and shoulders the number one next year. He he's gonna play himself right into the first round next year. 100 yeah. percent confident in that. All right, we got more to talk about, more to discuss right after this. But this is FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more. Daniel and I, we like betting on things. And we I don't do. know if you understand what is happening right now, but it's bowl season. And it's the most wonderful time of the year, some people have been saying. There's some toasty bowls or something going on. It's things I are just, getting weird. The commissioner does not recognize that as, as an official bowl game. But well, Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any mm. winning $5 money line bet. It means you go on there, you pick the team that's going to win. You don't take points or give points. You just say, hey, this is money line and it's going to win. If that plays out, $150 if your mm. team wins in bonus bets. Been thinking about joining FanDuel? No better time to get on the action. You have a so easy to use wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over under, and more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on, kick off or continue. The season of football. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. All right, okay. Clint. Carson Se- Beck coming back. Carson Beck's Into. coming back. Love that. Uh, what are we talking about in the second segment? I already forgot. <laughs> well, Daniel, what we're talking about is we're looking at this class. We're mm-hmm. looking at signing you. So we have some guys coming back, and there should be more good news yet to come. We should understand that after the bowl game against Florida State, which Florida State has a bunch of guys going to the draft, as well as sitting out, as well as transferring, mm-hmm. not playing. Looks like George is going to be pretty close. The guys that are transferring, by the way, they're in the portal, I understand, but we've we've known some of them being in the portal for quite some time, and yet they've been practicing with the team playing with the team mm-hmm. on the team. Like it, again, you never a, know. Sometimes that portal just turns around and spits you right back out. See, this one is saying you right back out. So again, if you have a kid that decommits from your school, just say, go be great. Good luck. And also you get a kid in the portal portal say, Hey, hope you stay here and don't slander because you never know. You just might withdraw the name from the portal after you looking out there. Case in point, Amarius Mims. Y'all, so mm-hmm. slow your roll. Okay, but if we look at uh, incoming guys, Daniel, we look at what's happening uh, as we're previewing all these players. This these commits that we have, and, and here's the other thing that people understand: we have commits coming in to the program. You have to make room for them, Daniel. Yeah, that's like, right. Numbers are a real thing. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not hypothetical numbers. It's not just mm-hmm. take them all. No, 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 no. You have only a certain amount of scholies that you can give out certain amount of NIL bag that you can give out as well. So we have right now 27 commits in this class. Yeah. Transfer, all that's going to hit. But if you look up and down this, Mm -hmm. these commits, is there a guy that stands out to you as somebody that is just a dude in this class? And I'm going to start off and I'm going to, I'm going to get your thoughts. Okay. 
the easiest one to look at. And the, mm-hmm. it's easy because he's ranked so high. He has the he has it's a position of need for us. Mm-hmm. He's got the physique. He's got the skill set, and he looks to be going. But Ellis Robinson, the yeah. fourth Daniel. Mm-hmm. I, I know he is, in fact, the best corner in the nation. That sounds advantageous. Okay, but also, I don't know how to. He probably plays beyond what we can describe him as the best corner in the nation. Like this is some number ones are not the same as other number ones. Hmm. This is one of those dudes, Daniel. I am thrilled for this guy. Yeah. And the thing about the thing about Robinson is you mentioned it. It's if you were to say one position that you just really want Georgia to solidify, obviously AJ Harris hits the portal earlier this week. Um, Nyla green already in the portal. Um, Corner was an issue last year. Could we just no. say that? I mean, every, I think everybody saw it. Corner was an issue last year. Kamari Laster obviously is going to be gone. And so um, you're, you're dealing with potentially an area of significant need and an area where, you know, Kirby doesn't mind at all playing three corners, rotating no. that third corner. And I thought, I think we saw Julio this year, if he hadn't gotten hurt, we would have seen more of that three-corner rotation. Obviously, you had a, a true number one in Lassiter, but then you would have seen, um, you know, the the other two kind of rotate out. And I don't think Kirby minds that at all. Next year, you could be dealing with a situation where you don't even have a true number one, and so there is plenty. You you certainly feel like you have a one and a two with Dalen Everett and and uh, Humphreys, mm-hmm. but. There is plenty of opportunity for somebody to come out and establish themselves as a a number three or even number two corner in this class. AJ Harris, as we mentioned, is out. There's there's other corners on the roster, but you bring in I think what three, maybe four corners in this class. Uh-huh. It's a deep position, but. It's hard not to look at a guy like Ellis Robinson and and uh, and, and not think this this could definitely be a a a Keely Ringo. We're gonna play you right away type yes. of situation. Yes. Um, now, Georgia fans, temper because um, it, it doesn't always look great when a guy gets in there and gets run right away. It doesn't. It's not always, it's rarely, in fact, this like seamless, oh, this guy's an immediately in a lockdown corner. There, there's going to be some growing pains in the secondary yep. next year. Um, boy, it would really go a long way if Tyke Smith or Javon Bullard would just decide hey, that hey, they Bullard. were you can coming on back. Tyke, I love you, but also, hey, Bullard. Coming on back. We want to see you coming on back. We do. We do. Um, a couple of the names from this class as we look forward to signing day. And we're going to get to maybe a couple guys that have been in the news recently or maybe some trail uh, news saying, hey, they might flip. They might come back to Georgia or whatnot. Because as we know, never, ever burn bridges in recruiting. Dabo. No. D- Dabo. Well, Dabo burned the bridge to recruiting. Like oh, he that. can't even access the country of recruiting anymore. So that's 
I'm still amazed that he has the principle to take money from an institution that allows college athletes to be paid. That takes that takes just absolute conviction, Daniel, mm-hmm. to, to stay in that horrid environment. Yes. Dabo? Chancellor of integrity himself. Well, easy. <laughs> easy. Um, but a couple other guys uh, in this class. Chris Cole. Oh, yeah. Okay. Four-star uh-huh. kid, but mm-hmm. you look at the film. And this is where I, we will repeat. We have a couple of principles on this podcast. One of the one of the principles is the rating system by people who aren't good enough to coach and talent acquisition for universities is stupid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't four star by industry standards, but how, how about you just look at the film and you look at his size, you look at his speed, you look at athleticism. And how about you just say this dude plays at a five-star level? How about that? How about when he hits the field, he takes over a side of the ball? Because that's what Chris Cole does at the linebacker position. Now, quick quick question, Daniel. Um, outside, inside backer, has that been a source of strength for Georgia the last season? Has that been the, the, the point at which we anchor down and we linchpin everything off of? It... Um... Oh, bringing up some memories. Starting to feel all the feelings again that I have. We've already mentioned Dale and Everett on the show, and so now let's talk about the linebackers. I guess. I guess Chaz Chambliss gets a mention. No, No. Justin Williams and Chris Cole coming in. I think the linebacker position also is a really strong class for the linebackers. Um, You know, several guys. Um, I mentioned corners earlier, but you got Christopher Jones as well. You've yeah, got several other guys good. who are who are really talented players uh, potentially coming in on this class. And and so, again, time will tell. We'll see over the next couple of days once the signing period you know is officially over and we get some of these names actually um, actually the deal done and um, hopefully get a lot of them on campus. Uh, Time will tell what this class will, how it'll eventually shake out. But I think Georgia is addressing several key spots of need. Yep. I'm going to ask you as we transition to the third segment, though, if there's one position that you want to see the you look at this class and you want to say, hey, transfer portal, help us out a little bit because I'm not necessarily seeing – we need some help, and I'm not necessarily seeing it as much as I'd like to in this class. Is there is there a position that you see that in? Because I definitely have one. I think you probably will agree with me. Uh, so we'll get to that in the third segment. we got more to discuss right after this. And this is, in fact, LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Here's what's phenomenal about LinkedIn. Just do it. It's, it's easy. Job. It's simple. You post your job. And instead of you mm-hmm. feeling like you are some sort of savant, maybe a guru or an insider, mm-hmm. Daniel, mm-hmm. that you know everything, your gut's telling you mm-hmm. something's mm-hmm. going on. Maybe you feel like you're a guru, like a guru and an insider on, on hiring people. Yeah. But it turns out you only know job candidates 
who live in the Miami Dade County area. Oh, and but your company might want to hire somebody from outside that circle. What if there's a guy or a gal in Oregon? What if there's a, a woman in New York? What if there's a dude in Texas yeah. that you can go get to you help? You need somebody team? better, is what we're trying to say. We need somebody better and linkedin jobs is somebody better go there post your job for free linkedinjobs.com slash locked on college and um, you're going to get the best qualified candidates delivered straight to you they're also going to help you out with things like interview questions all the stuff you don't have time for you don't want to mess around with they're going to help you make all those calls so that you can hire the right person and get going with the team that you need linkedin jobs LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free at LinkedIn jobs. Yeah, you look at this class, Daniel, and there is a couple or are a few glaring holes with this. You mentioned that transfer portal might be who of us to try to go after. Now, we we've been on this podcast talking about we understand uh, um why does he out of out of Vanderbilt Humphreys coming in? Mm-hmm. Um, good kid. Like, and, and by the way, please one more time. He is not lad McConkie 2.0. So stop. stop it. Okay. Don't expose yourself by saying that. Secondly, we also ETNs in the portal and we have a good shot. I believe of landing him. I've been hearing some things. We things are being some. said. Okay. But if you look at this roster, Daniel, wide receiver, and running back don't seem to be a glaring need. Not not exactly what I am losing sleep over. What are you losing sleep over? Defensive linemen. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. That's what I want in in this like in, in terms of upgrades to this Georgia roster. I think defensive interior, even defensive edge, you know, defensive edge. ends, like it I, I Georgia, I think defensive line was a pleasant surprise last year. It was. And I and I, I say that Warren Brinson, we really liked Nazir Stackhouse, yeah. we really liked. I thought they both played well. I thought, you know, Ingram Dawkins, once he came back, I thought he played yeah. fine. I, there was nothing wrong with this defensive line play, but they they're just it's just lacking the elite talent that Georgia is used to at that position. It's lacking the absolute game changer that Georgia has quite frankly had for most of Kirby smarts run here at Georgia. And um, you don't seem to be, I mean, maybe guys like Jordan hall, Maybe guys like Kristen Miller are going to continue to develop and they're going to come all they're going to come out and they're absolutely going to, you know, like take college football by storm next year. That could absolutely be a potential outcome. I, I don't necessarily foresee that as an outcome. I think if and it's not like Georgia doesn't have defensive linemen in this no. class. They do, and they're talented defensive linemen. But, but they're but they're not this other worldly elite level defensive lineman. And again, don't hear me say Jordan Hall could become that. Yes. He could become that. Christian Miller could. Yeah. I mean, Jamal Jarrett could grow up and become that. Like there's plenty of guys that could step into that. Any of these guys in this class mm-hmm. right here 
could become that. I would love to see Georgia address that in the transfer portal, though. Um, obviously, we talked about Nolan before. That would be the dream, but you know, doesn't it doesn't feel doesn't. likely at this point? No. Um, there's that's the place I think that Georgia's got to continue to win in recruiting for me. Yes, yes, it it is edge. It is pressure. It is chaos. It is all the people we thought it was going to be. Now, Jalen is out there. Okay. I, that's great. I understand that. We got a couple of dudes who were in previous classes that are highly touted. Okay. Fantastic. Love hearing that. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that. Um, I, I just need production. I need production i'm tired of high ceiling especially at edge we've now seen it year and a half of not a lot of edge production ever since high draft picks left georgia there's been a a dearth of of that including Chaz chambliss two years as a starter not getting any pressure on the quarterback and you could talk about his work ethic you talk about setting the edge against the run, which I think he did at times very admirably. But, but what I want is a disruptor, just yep. an abject wrecking ball. Yeah. And I think if I'm looking at what we have on the team so far, as well as um, uh, in this class, it's going to have to come through the portal. And, and I think we have an opportunity to do it. I, I really, really do. Um, but, we shall see. That's where it's going to be interesting yeah. to us. And maybe there's a flip coming. Maybe there's something else. Really quick, really quickly, Daniel, the last thing we'll do, KJ Bolden. Mm, speaking of flips. KJ Bolden, commit Florida State, five-star, mm-hmm. best safety. Lost out on Caleb Downs last year. Uh, thought we had a chance to get KJ, and then he spurs uh, Georgia and goes to Florida State. Um, rumors are he's contemplating. There's some, we're on his mind. Georgia's on his mind. Look, when we said Dylan Raiola had not left Nebraska weekend signed, we weren't, mm-hmm. we weren't predicting he was going to stay committed to Georgia. We were just saying it was interesting. Okay. It was interesting. It's interesting that he announced his decision to go to Nebraska 15 minutes after Carson Beck announced his decision to come back to Georgia. That's interesting. It's interesting. I'm not saying there's a correlation. I'm just saying it's interesting. Is that a limerick? I, I people call it a poem. It's more of a limerick to me. Hmm. Just could be. I don't know. Is a haiku? No. A, no. Not a haiku. Okay. By the way, people in Nebraska don't know what poetry, limericks, or haikus are. That is accurate. They also don't know what winning a national championship in you know this millennia looks like trust me yeah um kj bolden is an interesting name because you know we mentioned earlier tyke smith javon bullard still real quiet real quiet about their intentions for next year um if they're both gone though obviously aguero is still there yep but there's some there's some openings at Georgia, there's some openings at Georgia to come on in and just establish yourself right away. Now, 
Uh, I'm not necessarily predicting that KJ Bolden's going to flip. He would be the first ever player to ever in the history of mankind go to Buford High School and then come to the University of Georgia. And so yep. nobody actually predicts nope. that he is going to flip. That high school needs to be burned to the ground and, uh, you know, immediately removed from the state high school football records. But he is a he is an interesting player he's obviously a very good player he would fit a position of need tentative position of need yep. certainly a future position of need because let's say best case scenario javon bullard and tyke smith both come back aguero sure. continues to develop love that well guess what happens next year all three of them guys are gone Malachi, now bullard smith. um and so you still it is still a position that needs to that needs to have some substantial depth added to it. So KJ Bolden will be a guy to watch on that front. Um, also, in this third segment, in the course of this third segment, I'm going to end with this. Okay. I think I might talk myself into Jordan Hall oh. becoming that guy. Oh, I think I might have done it. We went on all the, we went to all this trouble to talk about. How we need well, it in a freshman transport. corner. Freshman uh-huh. corners now. Ellis Robinson might come in and play right away, but Clint, temper your expectations because what happens when a true freshman comes in and plays in the SEC right away? Well, sometimes there's some growing pains. Sometimes it's not exactly as dynamic or flash in the pan. Sometimes you don't see it right away out of those guys, but typically that's a sign that those guys are going to develop and and become that dude mm-hmm. well enter jordan hall into this comp that is the exact same conversation he, that. he was right there certainly had a lot of guys in front of him on the depth chart but got his opportunities was yeah. just fine in those opportunities it's a really talented kid i think with a with a ton of opportunities coming up for him this fall i think it'll be interesting he will be to me He's a top three guy to watch in fall camp. Mm. I'm going to be talking a lot about Jordan Hall this offseason. We're, we're offseason, we're going to come up with our top 20 players to watch yeah. for this coming year. He's going to be in the top five. I'll just tell you that right now. As he should be. He is Daniel. I am Clint. This is Locked On Bulldogs, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. We will see you guys tomorrow in which we will talk all things recruiting and signing Ooh. day. We'll see you guys then. See you.